All right, so on the Mind of a Football Coach podcast today, we have a special guest. We have Chad Marsh on the podcast. Hey, welcome. Why? Hello. Man, uh, so I, I think the first time I came into your establishment on point was to order something for my daughters. And because we were walking through town, we were just about to move here. And my wife said, they need a shirt. So your display attracted them. And then they we walked in here and they, they ordered it up from on point, man. Yeah, it looks like something exploded in here i can't believe anybody comes in actually <laughs> i think it's awesome I, I think it's so i mean you have all the different schools from around here and the the setup is is awesome and i've talked too much already at the beginning i would love for you to introduce yourself to the podcast listener and then uh i just ask questions from there man i'm looking forward to this this is great um chad marsh uh i own on point athletics we screen print embroider make trophies awards graphic just basic graphic design stuff i also own uh body armor mma hmm. where i teach jujitsu um i'm a black belt in that yeah, so geez. uh took me 13 years to become a black belt took third in the world um in 2020 hmm. So, I mean, basically I'm either here or there. Yeah. So I actually just uh, bought a new, well, not bought, leased a new facility. Mm. And we're going to put in um, AstroTurf, batting cage, new mats, some workout equipment. Oh, man. Where is, so, where's that going to be? Uh, Vicksburg Road. Okay. Over by the bowling alley. Okay. So, so you're a lifelong Buckhannon, been here since you were you were born no i moved out um 2001 i think i moved to maryland coach football and wrestling really okay yeah what school catoctin high school okay where in the, where is that in maryland frederick frederick okay yeah okay. frederick county so i lived in emmitsburg which is right beside uh uh the um can't think now. Uh, Gettysburg, like Emmitsburg, oh, it's right beside okay. Gettysburg, and I lived there. And then it's all in Frederick County. Sure. And I coached football and uh, and wrestling at Catoctin High School. I taught weightlifting. Okay. I was a lot bigger back then. I mean, you're still kind of you're still swole, man. You know no. what I mean? <laughs> Not compared to what you used to <laughs> no, be. Is no. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm very small now compared to what I used to be. Okay. So, so did you go to high school here? In yeah, Montana? I went to Buchanan. Okay. Families from here originally? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then like, I moved there because of a girl, the age-old sure. story. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, we were together for like five years. Okay. And then we split up and I moved back. And mm-hmm. No place like home. Yeah, absolutely. So. Buchanan is such a, a unique place in the heart of West Virginia because – it actually has a downtown that functions. <laughs> stuff, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Still, still stuff on Main Street. Yeah, there's stuff on Main Street, and there's nice places to live, and it's flat, and it's uh, what in the Not world? where I live. I live uh, on the side of a mountain. Really? Oh, yeah. The yeah. side of a mountain? My I gosh. got like 22 acres on the side of a mountain. Oh, geez. I had to, when I built my house, we had to dig like, or cut like a bowl into mm. the side of the mountain for like a landing, so. Oh, geez. But, you know. So, jiu-jitsu, how did that get started? I mean, was that... I wrestled okay. through uh, through um, middle school, high school, 
had the option to wrestle or play football in college. Okay. I chose football. Should have wrestled. Where'd you go to school? Where'd you go to college? Wesleyan. Wesleyan. Okay. Yeah. I only played. I played for a year at Wesleyan. It was one of those things. Um, you know, I was getting like playing time, but mm-hmm. uh, people that weren't getting playing time were getting full rides. And I was still paying for school. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I knew I wasn't big enough to go pro or anything like that. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not worth it to Mm. do that. So it wasn't like I had to have school to pay for, or I had to have football to pay for school. Right. So I just focused on school after that. Mm. Still don't use my degree. What was it Um, in? uh, Education and sociology. Oh, okay. I thought about being a counselor, but then I realized... I'd probably just tell kids to do whatever, and it wouldn't work out. So I actually taught for a while. Like when I was coaching, I was teaching also. Mm. And uh, it just, it's weird. So I just kind of got out of it. Mm. Started, got out of that, moved back here, um, started a monument company. Oh, shoot. Yeah, and we sold the monument company. And I was working with kids that were in the court system. I was doing, like, in-home okay. in-home uh, counseling type stuff. Sure. You know, and got out of that and then started a graphic design business because I was coaching wrestling here. We were tired of getting, like, our uniforms and stuff halfway through the season. Yeah. So we started making our own stuff. Well, then that just kind of led to this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I had a partner at that time, and then we split up, and I took over on point solely mm-hmm. and uh, also started the gym because of um, just wanting competition. Yeah. And I, actually, though, the funny part of it was when we started this business, we had former wrestlers that kind of trained with us and I was like hey you should start cage fighting and I'll make you clothes and then on top of that it ended up I was kind of like coach manager mm-hmm. we had some guys that fought on TV and stuff like that really so, yeah um, we had a guy fight Zach Holtzman which is in the UFC right now okay um, he was actually the first guy I ever took him out of the first round oh jeez and he made a stupid mistake and had to tap in the second round, so it was one of those. Yeah, yeah. And then they all kind of, you know, went their other ways, yeah. and I'm stuck in the middle, <laughs> still getting punched in the face and choked. Sure. So, but, yeah, we. I mean, we have a decent gym. Um, I've actually been traveling around to elementary schools right now. Okay. Uh showing what we do and getting ready to start a new class for some younger people so we'll see how that goes so why jiu-jitsu instead of other forms of mixed martial arts what made you say man this is what i really want to get into the effectiveness of it you can uh, train it you can train it full speed and basically when when you're rolling jiu-jitsu it, it's like a fight, but you can tap or say, uh, okay. you know, I'm done. Hmm. And it's like that symbolizes that guy 
could have just killed you, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, okay. And then you can yeah, start okay. over again. Then you and can then, start over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I because got once, you, once you, like, in a match, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, but at practice, you know, when you're training, you basically just admitted that this guy could have killed you or broke your arm or broke right. your leg. And trust right. me, I broke a lot of stuff. But... Um, you know, it, it's a dangerous sport, and if it, yeah, yeah. you know, whereas like karate now and stuff for me, uh, karate's great to build kids' self-esteem. Mm. You know, but a twelve-year-old black belt, mm-hmm. if I don't, I don't really care. A twelve-year-old black belt goes against a grown man, right? Without any training. Mm-hmm. Still probably going to lose. Really? Yeah, I think. Now, oh, okay. so so in, in jiu-jitsu, there are no youth black belts. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. You, you, you won't get a black belt until you're 18 at least. Mm. You know, there might be somebody that got one when they're 17. Mm. But for the most part, it takes you at least mm. 10 years as an adult to get your black belt. Oh my gosh. So I think I heard Jocko Willink talk about that. Does he do jujitsu? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like that's like Hoist Gracie. Is that who started yes. that family well, kind of started not, that? They learn see, they call it Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. It actually originated out of Japan. Oh, okay. And then they learned it they made it popular really. Yeah. You know, so and that's a, like a lot of a lot of schools kind of get into that business side of it where you know sometimes i feel like they're selling rank selling belts with tests and stuff yeah. like that hmm. because and, and this is the age old question it's like how do you rank somebody how do you belt somebody right you know and it's left up to the professor's discretion basically and for me and and i have this problem in my gym we mm. we have some people that think they should be higher than what they are and sure you, you're never supposed to i never ask my professor mm. you know never hey when am i going to get ranked or hey you know when's my next belt right. it, it doesn't happen mm. um you know but a lot of people will test, so they have like a written test, and they'll have a, a demonstration test, kind of uh, like karate did, sure. you know, with the katas and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very easy to perform stuff when people let you. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I could, yeah. I could, you could tell me I need to do three arm bar or three, mm. three setups for an arm bar, um, two sweeps, this and this. Mm-hmm. If you let me do it, I can do it. Right. Right? But can I do it when it matters? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Can I do it when someone's trying to not let me do it? Yeah, it's like taking drill work into a game in football. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you can do it great in the drill, but if you can't do it in the game... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, yeah. <laughs> Does your rank hold up? No. No, if right? you can't perform it in the game, then the coach should either make you better or find somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. So, so when you have, 
And and I think there, I've, I've talked about this a million different times too. I don't think everybody needs to compete. That's not what everybody comes there for. Really, I didn't know that. So they can tell me to just train. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, okay. because you have, you have. 40, 50, 60-year-olds that still com- train. Sure, you yeah. also have 40, 50, 60-year-olds that compete. Oh, wow. You know, I'm 46. Yeah. So, you know, there's divisions in it. There's an adult division, then there's a master's division. The master's, you know, you got master's one, two, three, four, five. You know, I'm in master's four now because I'm turning 46 this year. Nice. So the crazy thing is, is the guys in my division are the original OG uh, you yeah. know tough guys mm-hmm. and they're still all pretty tough I could imagine yeah so you know it but again you come into that question mm-hmm. it, how do you rank somebody yeah. so when you get when you have a a 40 year old mom, that's not in great shape, not in, you know, not competing, just coming to train. How do you say, you know, you've done well, here's a promotion to keep her motivated, to keep her coming, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, you, you know the technique. Maybe these younger people are beating you up some, but, you know, you, you know technique. Sure, yeah. Right? I feel like there, has, there should be a, a different belt color for it or you know because her blue belt might won't match a competitive blue belt yeah Yeah. you know so if you're walking around with the same color belt as i have on Mm. you're expected to be as good or i'm expected to be as good as you Mm. or at least in that vicinity you know Mm. what i mean yeah so i know people that are like like that you know Mm. older older people say have a purple belt mm. yeah. they want they want more oh sure yeah you know they want to be now they want to be a brown belt of course but yet blue belts still mm. could could do what they want you right. know, yeah. to them or or they won't roll with certain people or they never roll live mm. so how do you how do you gauge that that's that's mm. the age-old question that's the only that's the only thing I have about jujitsu that I don't like, hmm. you know, hmm. because there's no. Everybody has a different a different opinion on how to do it. Sure. So, I just go with. You know, for me, it's you have to be a teammate. That's hmm. part of it. There's there's steps to it. Sure. You have to be a teammate. So, my wife and I are getting ready to go to Florida next week to train, I mean, to compete in the second largest tournament in the United States, the Pan American Games. So who has been coming to the gym to help Mm. us prepare? That's one step, you know, or, or coach Jameson's getting ready to go to Tennessee the week after that. Mm. Who's been helping him train Mm. or, um, you know, who's just been coming, helping coach, Mm. coach kids, coach, whatever. Um, you know how do you do in your techniques how do you how do you roll afterwards do you do you come to class late do you skip class you know are you right yeah you know i've had people come to class once a month oh geez and still think they deserve to be ranked yeah yeah, you, yeah. You, that if you yeah. show up once a month 
It's like not showing up at all for me. Yeah, I mean, how how many days a week are you training? I, me personally, me personally, I play. I usually train between five and six, five and six. days a week. Okay. You know, now my gym, my adult class, they have an option to be there at least four days a week. Okay. Um, normally, most people get two. Yeah. Which is still a little tough for me. Sure. You know, when I when I got m- the 13 years it took me to get my my black belt. Mm-hmm. If you average all the days of training in, I probably trained around six days a week for like, 13 years. It's like the 10,000 hour rule, right? Right there, yeah. Like, there's nothing I want to do more mm. than train. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love to do what I do. Mm. So it's it's a matter of. I know not everybody loves it like I do, mm-hmm. and I have to tell myself that all the time because I get super mad about it. Oh yeah, and it's like. Don't come to me. You know, I put in time, money, mm-hmm. travel. You know, I, I, I've i sent my family on vacation, and I've stayed at home because there wasn't a place to train where they were going. Oh, man. So my wife and my daughter and my in-laws mm-hmm. will be at the beach, mm-hmm. and I'll be home because maybe Professor Luis Pajares has come to town or something. Right. So I stayed to train with him. Mm-hmm. Or... Now, though, I mean, that was in the earlier years. Now I can kind of go and find a gym anywhere. Really? Yeah. I can, uh, I just, I know a lot of people now, so sure. I can kind of go train all over the United States. Man. So. Because it's, it's a lot more popular <laughs> now than it would have been, I guess, when you started, right? I mean, a lot more yeah. people do jujitsu. Oh, yeah. It's grown yeah. immensely since I've started. Mm. So. What has helped that? What, what do you think has done that? I think the UFC probably okay. probably helps it grow. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people always started out in, like, I mean, that's how we started out, you know. Sure. 2007, it was like, hey, you fight, I'll make you close. I started training with him, uh, you know, and it just, you know, as you get older, mm getting punched in the face you know is not as appealing as yeah. maybe just choking people right yeah. <laughs> so yeah but i mean you know i've sustained multiple injuries in jujitsu too sure sure you know? is it almost more dangerous to be a beginner because you don't know when to tap and say hey that's enough you're trying to be too tough and no push through. um if you have a good instructor okay you know they're going to teach you how to do it now uh, there you. are some people with really big egos or stupidity that's what i was being like and they don't yeah and they don't like i i honestly i thought i killed a 15 year old once oh my gosh <clears throat> he uh, i was showing a move on him and he's one of these kids that won't tap oh my and gosh. i showed a move on him and he didn't let me know that it was tight and I let go of the move, and he's basically laying there, cha-cha finger, and literally he was going. Oh my gosh! And so the, you know, his parents came to pick him up, and I'm like, hey, he went to sleep today. I said, you know, you might want to kind of watch him. He probably have a little headache. Uh, nothing that night. The next night, about two in the morning, I get a call from his mom. She's like all freaking out and. He's in the ER. I guess he was having seizures. Oh, my god! And they thought he tore his aorta or, I mean, his artery or something. Jeez. And all this stuff. 
Come to find out, I didn't do any of it. Sure, he was yeah. just having, I guess, as he's growing, he, by chance, oh, started having some kind of seizure. Jeez. Like, I don't even know what they called him, but. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, nothing that I did. Right, yeah. But, and then there's some people, he, saying the kid still doesn't tap. He's come back, and he still doesn't tap. Jeez. So, it's like, Damn. you know, but. And that's stupidity. Most of our guys now are like they'll just put him in a in a position where they know mm. if they wanted to they could break his arm and then they let it go and keep on rolling. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting jujitsu, like it's not a striking sport. Like how so it's it's like wrestling but it's it's a lot different obviously. But so you can't strike, you can't punch in jujitsu. Well that? they have they have combat jujitsu. Oh, okay. Which is like open palm striking. Oh, wow. Because it is a lot different yeah. when you're trying to do something and someone's punching you in the face from it. Yeah, it's a lot different. Yeah. So that would change the game. <laughs> it, it, it changes it a little bit. Yeah. But the – yeah, I mean, like I was trying to explain it. Like I, like I said, I was doing the um, tour around – Upshur County to uh, promote jujitsu, mm-hmm. and um, and I was trying to explain it to kids, you know, say pre-K through fifth grade, mm. <laughs> and I was at the school, and I I kept saying, you know, it's like wrestling and karate uh. because we wear like a karate uniform. But we don't kick or we don't punch. Yeah. And every kid in this area said, I watch Monday Night Raw. And oh, my I'm like, gosh. Like, you know. Wrong kind of wrestling. Yeah, wrong kind of wrestling, yeah. But you know the funny thing of that, when I got into wrestling, mm-hmm. like I was playing basketball mm. and got cut from the basketball team, sixth grade basketball team. Oh. No, eighth grade basketball team. Oh, I didn't wow. start until I was in eighth grade. So I got cut from the eighth grade basketball team. And I had a friend say, hey, come out and try wrestling. And I was, myself, was picturing ring ropes and steel chairs. Oh, sure, yeah. I'd never seen collegiate or, you know, like regular folk-style wrestling. Mm -hmm. Just never seen it. Yeah. So, you know, I understand where they're coming from at that point. Um, But, yeah, it's very hard to explain to people. Hmm. When you're coaching jiu-jitsu, when you've coached (coughs) football, you coach wrestling – what is different and what is the same? I mean, what, so when you look at that carryover there, like what is, what is happening there? A lot of my best athletes are kids that come from messed up homes mm. that want a family. Yeah. You know, but then, you, I mean, you always have good athletes that are, come from great families and stuff. Sure. But I'll tell you what, the crazy thing is, is a kid that is hungry and a kid that's mm-hmm. angry, mm-hmm. sometimes it gives them that outlet. Mm. And plus, they have that family sense. Yeah, yeah. And they'll do anything you want them to do. You know, they'll mm-hmm. <coughs> they try hard for you mm-hmm. because they see that you care. Um, the other things are endurance is always key in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're tired, you make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Football, wrestling, and jujitsu compare a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, wrestling will help your jujitsu more than jujitsu will help your wrestling. I got you. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. But now when I watch collegiate wrestling, 
I see a lot more jujitsu type movements mm-hmm. than I did when I when I coached wrestling and when I wrestled. Mm. Um, just because of the advancements of everything, yeah. you know how everything always kind of grows. Oh sure, yeah. You know, so uh, now I think wrestling helps football a lot. Like when I when I coached football, I tried to get all my foot, especially my linemen, to play football. Oh yeah. Just because of footwork stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I think it's one of those things that you know, football you can kind of blame other people also. That's true. Yeah. Whereas wrestling and and jujitsu, you're the only person there, so you have to take yeah. responsibility for yourself. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, there's a lot of similarities, a lot of a lot of differences in everything too. And I think times are different. You know, I think sure. how people act, how how people coach are different because you have to be so like my coach. You know, it was funny because I was talking to Coach Gregory the other day. Oh yeah. And uh, when I played football for Buchanan, I had uh, Coach Mike Michaels, mm-hmm. and he's. He's a hard ass kind of. Oh yeah, know? I've heard I've heard legends about Coach Michaels from yeah. the guys on my our staff. Yeah. So like, and the thing was was, as a sophomore, it was kind of unheard of to start for him. Mm. And like, I started for my sophomore year up, but we had a freshman team and everything, you know. So I didn't even play for him my freshman year. Sure. And then, started as a sophomore was on offense only, mm. and then junior year played offense and a little bit of defense Mm -hmm. senior year didn't leave the field was on every every team and like I was telling coach Gregory though one of my fondest memories is him chewing me out by grabbing my face mask and telling me he should kick me right square in the nuts (laughs) and I was like could you imagine how if a coach did that right now to kids oh you wouldn't be coaching any longer right yeah that's my fondest memory as a coach. I mean, as a, as an athlete. Sure. Like he's passed. You know, he's since passed away. But mm. like that's one of my fondest memories of of playing for him. Yeah, yeah. I played for my dad, and I don't think he ever told me that. He listens to the podcast, so he would be mortified. But <laughs> uh, you know. He was very intense with me, but I, but I love that. If you're a competitor, you right. you want that. Uh, but man, this day is a different. Like I have, deal. I have parents get mad at me for the way I treat my daughter because mm. she competes in jujitsu also. Okay, and she trains, and when she's competing, she's hard. She's yeah, she's yeah. a fighter. Sure. Practice, she's a crier, oh, and it drives me crazy. I can't handle it. Oh my gosh, can't handle it, and I'm like. You know, you're fine. Keep fighting. Yeah. I'm like, you can cry after after the round, cry. Yeah. During the round, don't cry because, mm. and what I try to teach them is, because it's not just competition, it's life. Mm. You know, the world is messed up right now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's only getting worse. Mm. And if, so, you know, especially as a girl. Yeah. You know, you need to know how to fight off the ground. Yeah. And if you're crying while you're trying to fight, you're losing oxygen, you can't see, you 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 know, there's all kinds of things. You have to be able to 
keep your composure, fight, get away, or fight, subdue the person, fight until someone comes to help you. And if you're crying, you're going to lose. Yeah. Hmm. You know? That's, I heard people talk about jujitsu as something that police officers yes. should learn. And then and every, everyday people should learn. Like you were saying, cause you can defend yourself and hold, hold If you think off. about it, most fights go to the ground. Yeah. 90% yeah. of the fights are on the ground unless somebody right. one-punch knockouts you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or unless you get two guys that just want to stand and swing. Right. But one guy's going to start getting the better of the other one, and the other guy's going to try to tackle him. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and the problem is, is if you're on your back and the guy's on top of you and you don't know what you're doing, it's very hard to fight off your back. Yeah. You're wasting a lot of energy while people are on top of you smashing you. Right, yeah. You know? So that's the big thing like especially like my daughter my wife my wife's a nurse Mm. and um we were probably together for uh, she's been training consistently for the last two years two and a half years a couple years ago she had a guy try to like pull a knife while she's while she's like checking him into the hospital. Oh wow! And that's when she really decided she wanted to to yeah. train. And then yeah. she also has people. You know, she's taking people down and stuff like that because they do whatever, and she has to restrain them at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like every she she's not very big. She's five six, hundred and forty pounds. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's. You got to know how to use it too. Yeah. Like I know a, a girl that was a security guard at a hospital, mm. and a big girl took her down, and she took a beating, and yeah. now she's not right. Uh, you know, like I mean, literally has brain damage from from the beating she took, oh, and it's because of she didn't she lost her composure, yeah. and you know how like. You grab a hold of something and it scares you. You never let go. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that yeah, happens yeah. a lot in jujitsu. Ah, okay. You know, I, I grab a hold of your your lapel or your shirt, and the guy goes to armbar me, mm-hmm. and all I have to do is let, let go, go. Yeah. and slide my arm out. But instead, I keep a hold, and he takes my arm home with him. Yeah, man. You know, so it's, and that's the thing. That's, you know, the 10,000 hour rule or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If I don't do it a lot, it's never, it's like these people that want to have a self-defense training. You know, hey, let me come to your school for an hour and do a self-defense training. Yeah, that's not going to work. You're not going to remember anything. Yeah, no. I'll show you, you know, the only way that would work is if I showed you one move for the whole hour. Right. And then what happens? That, that group gets bored. Don't pay attention. Yeah. Stops stops drilling it after 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't do it. My first seminar ever. This is before I even met Professor George Grigel. You know, uh, do you know who he is? I UFC. Know the name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Coached uh, Rich Franklin out of the UFC. Yeah, yeah. That's my professor, oh, or okay. one of my professors. He gave me my black belt. Oh wow. Uh, him and Rob Nickerson, hmm. and. 
um, my first ever, I'm talking ever, first time I ever did a gi seminar. Probably first time I ever wore a gi, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because we fought for seven years. Yeah. You know, before I even put a gi on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did one move for four hours. Oh, wow. Did an arm bar for four hours. No wow. water breaks. No four hours. And you know how that happened? Uh-huh. He came in hmm. and saw guys throwing arm bars incorrectly. Hmm. We did arm bars for four hours. That's good. The yes. same, the same arm bar. No, nothing different. Wow. Nothing, the exact same setup, hmm. the exact same finish hmm. for four hours. What's the same, don't fear the man that has a thousand punches, fear the man that has practiced the same punch a thousand times, something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. 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 And that's what I try to tell people now. Like, for me coaching, I do a lot of basics. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot of smashing, a lot of top game, a lot of a lot of basics. There's a lot of real fancy stuff out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I do basics. Yeah. You, can, you, you win on basics. Yeah. And if you don't know them, yeah. You're, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I think about football. If you can't block and tackle, I mean, and there's not a whole lot of different yeah. different options than blocking and tackling. No, there's head not. across the bow, take them down. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right? People have tried to muddy that. Uh, I know that the hawk tackling got big there for a while. Some people use it. We don't teach that style, but some people do, and some people don't. Like the Patriots with Belichick, don't. They're still head across. Yeah. Uh, I think the Patriots do is probably the best way to do to do it. You know, the thing is, is when you try to switch it up, mm-hmm. it leaves holes somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, like I don't even watch football anymore. Really? Like I've never really watched football. Mm-hmm. Never really watched the NFL. Never really watched college. But I watch a little bit of WVU. Sure. Yeah. Um. And I played it. I went to college to play it. Yeah, yeah. I could care less. Mm. Um, I watch a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of college wrestling. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot. If it doesn't, I watch a lot of jujitsu. I bet a lot. Um, Is that where do you watch jujitsu? Flow, flow grappling. Okay. Uh, you know, an internet site uh, pretty much holds carries every event that mm. is big. Um, I mean, YouTube, stuff like that, or sure. just go to live events. I hate going to live football games. Really? Hate it. Can't stand it. Why is that? I can see more on TV. That's very true. When I'm, yeah. standing in, when I'm yeah. sitting in the crowd, like, you go to a WVU game. I've went to a few. Sure. You go, and it's all day long. By the time I get home, I'm, I'm horribly tired. Yeah. I'm sitting on the 30-yard line of – whatever side mm-hmm. so if they're playing on that end of the field i'm yeah. not watching what's going on right yeah you know whereas yeah. if i'm watching on tv at least i can see the play and i can understand what's going on sure you know you see a ball come out you see now don't get me wrong the energy's always awesome at a oh game. yeah yeah but to really watch a game mm-hmm. it's much better to same way with fights 
Really? Like a UFC fight? Huh. Love to go <laughs> to them. But if you really want to watch them, it's better to watch them on TV. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you, you can actually see what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I would love for you to talk about your podcast, to, to transition there a little bit. Talk about what you're doing with Big J and... Well, we yeah. so we have <coughs> the Mentality podcast, which a lot of people I hear they're like, "Oh, somebody's going to get mad at you because it's Mentality," and I'm like, "Well, it's two guys talking about how to be better men." Right? Yeah, of course. It's not like we're saying Mentality because we're better than whatever. Right. You know, um, it's just it's it's about being better. I mean, that's all it is. We talk about. Maybe how to improve yourself through working out and mm-hmm. diet, and which I heard you were a vegan. I am a vegan, yes. That's, I heard that. We'll have to dive into that. Um, but, like, through eating and, and exercising, we, we both did 75 hard. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah was telling me about that. Yeah. So he tapped out last night because of the whole he may have COVID oh, again. Oh, sure. Yeah. Which is why we didn't record today. Sure. Um, I actually, I've completed it oh, before. Wow. So I did it last year about this time. Mm. Um, I started it. There was snow flying. You have to do workouts outside. It was like two degrees when I was oh, doing it. Oh, my gosh. So 45, 45 minutes outside at two degrees, <laughs> you know, for, for probably a month. Yeah. yeah. And um, so this time when we did it, I actually, was it last week? I think it was last week. I ended up getting that stomach bug that was going around. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I seriously lost, whenever time change was. Sure. I lost the time change. Oh, wow. Like, I I come to work the next day, and I was trying to get here early so that the guy that works for me Mm. wouldn't be around me. I was going to leave before he got here. Yeah. And he shows up, and I'm like, what are you doing here so early? And he's like, um, time change. And I'm like, had no clue. Yeah. Slept through it. Oh, my god. Like, I was gosh. so sick. It was the worst the worst sickness I've probably had in mm. my life, I think. And Jeez. I've had COVID twice. Oh, my gosh. Gee whiz. Like, it was horrible. Like, my – so my in-laws are living at my house now. Okay. Because my father-in-law – um, got COVID oh, and was in the hospital for two months. Oh my gosh. So now he's on like an oxygen thing mm-hmm. and, um, he's just closer to the hospital cause they live in snowshoe. Oh yeah. So okay. he's closer to a, a larger hospital here. Mm-hmm. And plus my wife works at the hospital here. So my wife is basically taking care of him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they're, they're at my house and that night I had to go somewhere when I came back my mother-in-law wasn't sitting in the living room, and I'm like, you know, where's Nana? And they're like, uh, she got sick, went to bed. Mm. So two in the that was probably around eight. Mm. Two in the morning, my daughter comes to our bedroom and is like, I don't feel good. And before she gets back to her room, she's vomiting. Oh my gosh! Four o'clock in the morning, I wake up and I'm not feeling yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, jeez. And it was <laughs> the only way I can describe it i guess was like trying to vomit wet sawdust oh that's oh which i had (laughs) i had what did i have to eat that night sweet potato tots yeah yeah and 
maybe steak or something. I can't Good remember. Mess. But anyway, it was very hard to, to get out. Oh, sure. And when it came out, it was so, like, it was just splattering everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry geez. for your listeners. No, you're you good. That. I like that. A good visual. But, but, like, I mean, it was on my thighs, on the, you know, the toilet paper that's hanging there. Yeah, yeah. I was so sick that I just wiped my legs off and climbed back in bed. Yeah. And then two hours later, I'm like, I'm going to take a shower. It'll make me feel better. Sure. And started again. So now my wife finds me. I'm laying on the floor naked now because oh my i was getting ready to get in the shower Jeez. It, it was horrible like i i had oh. i had decided i was going to sleep on the floor yeah you know but hmm. i mean as far as the podcast like we would tell that story yeah. and it's like off of that being better like you know in that i'm letting my in-laws live at my house yeah yeah there's days it's inconvenient. Sure. But what's the right thing to do? Right. You know, and it's the same way as, um, hmm. you know, we talk about how to raise your kids. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying it's the only way to raise your kids. It's how I raise mine and mm-hmm. how he raises his. And, you know, sometimes it leaves more more mm. questions than it does answer anything but yeah man somebody wrote a book that, about how to raise kids and you can just follow it step by step then we'd all be that's not that right book, you know? i mean yeah. i have it I've, I've read that book really yeah like i used to that's i had to go into houses and and help parents parent uh, and stuff like that and every kid's different there's no there's true. no book that can tell you how to do it you just have to go off your gut and and Hmm. hope that you've done the right thing (laughs) yeah you know so it's like like i tell my friends and family you know i'm not i don't want to be that naive parent Mm -hmm. you know i'm I'm just gonna hope that i've taught Mm -hmm. my my daughter Mm -hmm. the the correct thing to do yeah yeah. And and hope for the best. Yeah, no doubt. And punch her in the face if she does something oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you got to toe the line here. Yeah, you were asking about veganism. We became vegans in 2017. My father-in-law had a heart attack. Right. And he, he started to eat plant-based. I don't like to use the word vegan as much because that has some political connotation right. to it, right. uh, which we're not on that. <clears throat> spectrum of and we're not we don't follow the political stuff of veganism um but want to be in solidarity with him and then we saw the health benefits <laughs> for us and which we, were? What, were what what happened oh man so so wait so you, before that though you were killing steaks oh yeah oh yeah everything else all right uh, so what was the difference so that that bad feeling you get after you eat too much meat, I mean, I would I would get it at least. Right. Like, I haven't felt sick after a meal since. Like, I've never felt like But oh, is man, it because you sick. eat too much of that steak? Is that what's going on? Probably a portion control would be a problem. Yeah, I'm overeating. Uh, but this, in a former life as a college football player, I was an offensive lineman, so I was like 280. Oh, uh, so you're eating that, getting that protein in. Oh, yeah, a ton of it. I go to 
she she's my girlfriend at the time. Now she's my wife. We, I'd go to her house and drink like her whole quart of milk the whole nine and eat Ugh, eat beef. Couldn't handle and, that. Um. So fast for, fast forward, I start to put on some weight again. This was 2016, 2017, and then went plant based. My weight's basically stayed the same. And then what really kind of convinced me health wise was like our blood works really good. Like as right. far as the cholesterol and that kind of stuff. Now there's some there's some animal cruelty stuff that we're on board with the plant based movement, partly because of that. Yeah, but what do you think about like hunting as I, far as that? I have no problem with that. I've I, I would are go you, help people t- hunt. Are you thinking uh, about like factory farming? Yeah, and factory stuff? farming is what yeah, I, yeah is yeah. what I'm is what I should have said. Yeah, factory yeah. farming, uh yeah, stuff, but um, yeah, it's nasty. And if people, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, if if people really paid attention to factory farming, like I think everybody that eats meat, yeah, should have to kill something, and and yeah. see how mm-hmm. how it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. same way with the people that complain about it. You know, complain about hunting. Sure. You know me shooting that deer is actually a more humane way for it dying than what's going to happen to it in the wild probably yeah i agree and there's so, too many deer right here anyway so we need somebody to over. take them out oh all my over. gosh it's crazy so yeah. my wife's farm or her family farm it, that's where we hunt all the time now but mm. it's it's massive and there's deer everywhere oh yeah like they have a big silage pile for their for their cattle and the deer have eaten through the plastic just to get to all the corn. Oh my gosh! And they're like, "You gotta come and shoot these deer out of out of the silage pile." Yeah, you know. Please. So, but we can it. Um, we okay. can our meat and and keep it and mm. eat it all year round. I I love deer meat. It's super lean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that where you're talking about that bad feeling is the overeating yeah. aspect of people. Yeah. So, like, for me, have you ever heard of Mike Dolce? I have not, no. So Mike Dolce does a lot of uh, nutrition for for athletes, like okay. UFC guys. And he also, like, you, you, you yourself could call him up and – and work with him. Well, maybe not him, but one of his one of his people. Yeah. And they do, you know, a meal plan for you, and so that portion control part there. And that's I think that's a lot of problem for people. They can't control their portions, mm-hmm. and they they continuously eat. Yeah, yeah. I intermittent fast. Well, for Lent, I intermittent fast by not eating lunch three days a week. So right. I'll not eat from, you know, whatever to whatever. That helps me, even being, you know, vegan or whatever, it helps me control. I either eat four or stuff. six times a day. Nice. So you're like on the, the keep your metabolism rolling. Try to. Yeah. Now, now the last week it's been intermittent where I've been eating dinner. Well, you're so busy here, I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's just because I'm running around all the time. Yeah. So it's like, I actually, that's kind of my next thing that I want to do is I want to get certified in nutrition. Oh, okay. Like I, Dolce is, is nationally mm-hmm. recognized. Okay. Um, my problem is, well, it's kind of like one of those things. Do you, I have so many irons in the fire. Yeah. And also on top of that, 
is anybody going to pay for me to make a meal plan? Right, yeah. Especially around here. In the heart of West Virginia, that'd be kind of, yeah, I don't know. Now, there's, you might get four or five people, yeah. maybe. But I think the cool thing about the Dolce thing is they help you market online. Okay. Like, you have their whole team that that helps you do all this stuff. Sweet. Um, I was 225 when mm. I first did Dolce Mm -hmm. they have an online service where you can do three months Mm -hmm. they tell you what to eat oh wow everything what you need all that stuff you go out buy it you make it it's the best food like Mm -hmm. it's it's amazing food Mm -hmm. um I went from 225 to 185 and I was competing at 195 and jeez I miscalculated. <laughs> I, yeah, was, I was 10 pounds under my weight class. Man. So, um, it's, I don't know, man. I, I, I have nothing wrong with veganism or, or plant-based. Mm-hmm. I've always tried to find different plant-based proteins. Sure. Stuff like that. Uh, I do enjoy my steak, but it's kind of like I also have a friend that's a doctor, and she's sure. like, I know what it looks like inside, and I'm like, I understand, but you know, yeah, we we've, we've never been the proselytizing type. It's right. just hey, what makes you feel good? You yeah, know, what helps you? What gives you energy? What gives you life? And let's do. It. I say we, my wife and I are right. are both right. we're vegans. I don't know that that term carries some connotation to it. It does. It's negative. I will say more plant based. So, so plant-based. the yeah. funny thing is, you and I have never truly met before this conversation. Right. So, Jeremiah is always at my shop. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Tracy was just here, you know, mm-hmm. and I said, "Yeah, I'm meeting with the football coach or whatever." Actually, Big J comes in and he goes, "Gotta tell you, he's." pretty religious and he uh is a vegan and i'm like one why would you tell me that you're, yeah, just, right. you're, you're getting ready to ruin this podcast because oh, you know how i am sure <laughs> you know i and he just starts laughing so uh, it's one of those things that you know i don't know i i love nutrition stuff yeah like yeah. i could sit and and talk about nutrition all day long sure uh, I have my vices. I have my, you know, it, the weird thing is people can't believe I don't drink. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. So, um, now, will I have a beer if it's, mm-hmm. you know, something special? Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but most of the time, even in college, I didn't drink. I'd drink the first week of college mm-hmm. and then not drink the rest of the year. Sure. Just never been a big thing for me. Never yeah. done drugs. Never done, you know, I've never smoked weed. Right. Um, just, you know, my lifestyle never. As, how old are you? 36. Okay, so you kind of, you're still in that area where drugs are bad, okay? Oh, sure, yeah. You know, yeah. so I have nothing. If, if people want to smoke pot, you do you. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. I think there's pro if if I could smoke it and not get high, because hmm. I think there probably are some uh, medicinal purposes for it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. If I could do that, 
and not get high, I, I probably would smoke a little bit. Mm. Um, I have nothing wrong with like CBD stuff like sure, that. Sure, yeah. Um, but it was never my thing. Mm. So, so people just find it hard to believe that I am the way I am without alcohol. <laughs> but you're you're a naturally driven person, right? You know what I mean? Like that's somebody once said: if you have to drink a bunch of coffee to get yourself up to go in the morning, then you probably aren't doing the right thing. Now, I just like coffee. Which, I love you know, it. Like, I guess that the point was, if you love what you're doing, you're going to be motivated and ready to go, you know, well, Coffee's weird, though. Like, for me. Really? In general. Like, I drink it every day mm-hmm. when I'm at the shop. Sure. Weekends, yeah. I don't touch it. Really? Don't even think about it on the weekends. So it's like a, it's in your brain, coffee and work well, go together. Well, when I get here, I just make a pot of coffee and drink it throughout the morning sure um do whatever yeah. uh but at the house mm-hmm. very rarely do i drink really it. okay yeah it's mostly water at the house nice. so That's what's up. i don't know it's nutrition like i said i mean and it's weird because i do chew snuff and it's like you know mm-hmm. that is one of those i grew up with it yeah, it's cultural. Yeah. Well, yeah, very cultural yeah. because, like, I didn't chew actual snuff until college probably, okay. late late college after. Yeah. But my dad chewed when he was seven, started when he was seven. Oh, yeah. My yeah. brother probably, I think, started 11 or 12. Okay. <clears throat> when I was a kid, like, now leaf tobacco mm-hmm. was a different story. Like, I'd chew some leaf tobacco some when I was younger. Sure. So, like, um, like Levi Garrett or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it wasn't unheard of for Christmas to get a carton of Levi Garrett. Oh, shoot. Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. You know? So, even though I know it's that's my vice, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I actually, I quit for five years. Mm-hmm. And when my wife was pregnant I had a we were coming back from the state wrestling tournament mm. and I had a, uh, a two cans of Copenhagen mm. I just opened one took a chew out of it and decided I was gonna quit mm-hmm. dumped it out the window yeah heck yeah had another can sitting in the console of my car mm. it sat there for a year mm. unopened I never touched it mm. for I didn't chew for five years and I started this company. And one of my friends at Chewed had left a can on my desk over there. And I was sitting there one day working Saturday or something like that. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, well, I'm going to take a chew. And it made me sicker than a dog. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, like five minutes I'm spinning. And I'm like, I spit it out. And have you ever chewed? I've tried a bunch of times. and I it's, always, it's always worse when you spit it out. That's yeah, when you really get that's sick. That's very true. Yeah. So so I spit it out and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm dying. I'm never gonna do it again. Yeah. Next day that can sit in there. Mm. I've chewed ever since. Yeah. But I mean that helps people like with their nerves and helps them be productive and. Yeah. Nicotine actually isn't. I don't think nicotine's bad for you. Yeah. I think it's the rest of the stuff that's bad for you. I agree. Yeah, all the additives and stuff. Do you know who there. Ben Greenfield is? I don't know that name. Mm-mm. He used to do. Um, like he was a big spa, uh, Spartan racer. Okay. Um, 
you'll have to look into him. You'd probably Ken like Greenfield. Him. Okay. Yeah, he, he now he does a lot of biohacking on himself. Oh, okay. So like at one point he, he they did um, stem cells into the into his penis. Oh my gosh! And it, it, the result of it, his wife ended up doing it to her genitals. Oh wow! And like they do a lot of like red light therapy. Okay. Um. He he has a uh, uh, like a supplement mm-hmm. type company uh he has some cookbooks out yeah yeah a lot of different things like that but i listen he has a podcast i listen to him a lot he always has like doctors stuff like that in there yeah um you'd probably really like him okay so he he, he's one of those people that walk barefoot through the woods he lives in oregon oh geez Uh, every morning doesn't matter how cold it is he's in an ice bath or in a river or (laughs) um it's like wim hoff Yes. Uh, man, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. say him and Wim Hof are probably buddies. Yeah, yeah. You know, geez. and he's, he's, you should see him, he's shredded. I bet. I mean, he's, he, like, literally mm. l- looks like he has no skin on him. Oh, jeez. He's just shredded. Mm. Mm. But he's all about, he's a big anti-aging person. That's become a big thing yeah. here recently, yeah. Anti-aging, yeah. how to slow down, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so he's, like, sitting in front of, like, red light therapy, butt naked. Oh, man. Like, his testicles getting red light. <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. I don't know, man. Yeah. He has one that he wears up his nose. It's like a red light thing that he puts oh, in his nose. He's big into wearing, like, um the the blue blue blocking glasses. Oh, blue block- okay. Okay. Um, has, his, has his house basically metal metal all over his house so the emf can't get through oh my god i think his internet connections are still internet connections in the wall jeez like because he doesn't want the the waves he's in it to win it yeah yeah he doesn't wear cordless headphones oh shoot which i don't either really yeah i don't i don't wear them which is stupid i mean i got so many freaking different waves of sound or whatever carries through it yeah. going through here anyway sure like is it emf whatever you want to call it is is yeah it's everywhere just now. everywhere yeah you know 5g you hear people complaining about it or whatnot mm-hmm. it can't be good for you no i'm guessing no uh-huh. i actually saw a, a thing on it one time uh a uh experiment that kids were doing through like their internet stuff. Oh jeez. So they have like their towers or whatever, and they were growing gardens. Mm-hmm. So they had one that was like right beside it. One was you know further away, further away, further yeah, away. Yeah. This one was brown. This one was okay. Yeah. This one flourished. Oh my gosh. You know. So we're gonna so, put those next people's houses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jeez you know, in Florida they they design mm. them to look like a uh, pine tree. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll, when I go home to see my parents who live in Florida, I'll, I'll see them. I'm like, oh. Yeah, they look like pine trees. Yeah. They, I laugh every time I go there. They kind of look like them, but not really. Right, right. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, I can tell it. Like, I mean, is. if you're driving by real fast and not really paying attention, yeah. you'd be like, oh, pine yeah, tree. Yeah, pine tree, pine tree. Where your parents live in Florida? Jacksonville, Florida. I'm actually heading to uh, Kissimmee. Yeah, okay. Um, Next week. That's okay. where Pan's are the tournament Sweet. is so okay. we go to jacksonsville 
um, and Orlando a lot mm. to train. We have friends that train out of both places. Yeah, yeah. So, I was not born in Jacksonville, uh, but I was raised there. Yeah. My wife uh, told me I could quit working if I'd move there. Oh, shoot, man. Just train jujitsu full-time. I tell you what, you can make bank as a nurse down there. I know that. That's why she wants to go, but my I couldn't live there, I don't think. There's no seasons there. You know, it's just it's summer, two weeks of winter, and it's summer. Yeah. Kid, you know yeah. what I mean? I just, yeah. everything I have is here. Sure. You know, no place like home. And that's why you, she used to always want to move to the beach, and I'm like, yeah. it's not a vacation. I said, right. you have to go back to work. Yes. It's not like... Yeah. being on vacation sure so man, we completely got off i don't even know. this is what we talk about on my podcast i like it this is great this is this is what's up i like that this yeah. is how it goes awesome. so like we'll just we'll kind of have an idea sure we'll get way off topic sure get back on topic yeah yeah get way off topic yeah but yeah i mean that's kind of how it goes that's awesome so you know again i don't know if we help anybody we i don't even know if anybody ever hears it you can see your stats and stuff, can't you? On yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's been a few people that have listened. I'm sure. Now, yeah. the my old podcast, the crime of not knowing. Yeah, it still gets hits. Really? Yeah. So Man, I was looking at that banner behind you. That's, that's nice. That's sweet. So, I'm hoping at the new gym to build a an actual small studio, maybe. Okay. So right now we're in the shop and we're just kind of amidst the garbage sure well so. not, not garbage this is your work man you know what i mean this is your yeah this is what you do well part of what you do you do a lot of things you know yeah i don't know i'm who knows i i, I want to ceo this and have the other people run it yeah. i want to come in and say hey you need anything right all right man i'll see you tomorrow yeah have a good day yeah go back and start training absolutely um, but I didn't realize how expensive. Well, I did and I didn't all at the same time. Mm. Like AstroTurf. Yeah. For my for my place. Yeah, it's not cheap. Not at all. Mm. Like I'm probably gonna have to sell my Harley. <laughs> oh geez, holy cow! Man, goodness. So like last time I started when I first started this gym, I sold. I ra- my wife and I raced motocross. Oh okay. And I sold my motocross bikes to start this gym. Goodness, man. So. I guess it's that whole sacrifice, and that's. But yeah. then, the, but that's how come I get so mad when other people don't value what I'm teaching. Because you sacrificed a bunch to get there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so and that I feel that that's how the world is right now. Everybody wants yeah. it. Yeah. But then takes it for granted all at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's the Amazon mentality to some degree. I just can order it. I one-click it, and I can right. get it. Yeah. I don't have to do anything to get it. I can just get it. And that's not the way that real life works. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's it drives me crazy. Like, you can't find anybody that wants to work. You can't find anybody that wants to grind, yeah. that wants to put in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you probably... Have you coached a season here yet? Yeah, we. My first year was last year. How'd you guys do? Three and seven. Three and seven. Um, did you find? Did you find that you had a hard time getting kids that wanted to work hard, or did they work hard? They worked hard. They they did. Uh, we were real young and just trying to, you know, it was first year and then building it for this next year. I think our kids work hard. 
Did um, you have did you have pushback like against against what you want? Uh I think news always difficult for people. I think it's hey, why are we doing it this way? We've done it this way and it's not that it's better or worse, it's just it's different. different. I think different would be the best way to describe think some ways we do things yeah and that have been done in, in the past yeah that's cool yeah. I, it, I find I don't know I had a team once that would run their head into a wall sure yeah you know that they were so good they were eighth graders they were so good that we really didn't even have to coach. I was taking pictures of them. They would pose for pictures and matches. Oh, wow. Jeez. The only team they lost to was a ninth grade team. Oh, shoot. And, of course, then a lot of those guys ended up fighting for me and stuff, too. Yeah. But it changes when they get to high school. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, I can drive... Yeah. get other interests yeah. like yeah. as more freedom. girls or boys or whatever mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard mm. to focus I guess mm. I don't know I don't envy your job <laughs> I, I just I love it though I've done it for 14 years now as a head coach head coach just going on eight years but yeah I love it and the challenge is how did you end up different South Harrison or here how did you end up Oh, geez. So I, I was in the Kanawha Valley, and then... Uh, so you were already up this way before... Well, you weren't, where were you before you came here? Nitro High School. Oh, Nitro. I was at Nitro, and uh, yeah, like just me and the principal there, there were some differences of opinions of how to do things. And that place, <laughs> that place is a little... Uh, I don't know, man. It's kind of dirty there. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The town of Nitro in general. It's a, man, there's some really good, just genuine people. There were just some. I used to always eat at a Geno's. Oh, yeah, it's still there. Loved. Yeah, still there. I love their baked spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time we'd come back from, like, wrestling or something down that way or on a trip, we'd always stop at Geno's and get baked oh, spaghetti. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, then I knew, I've known. Coach Vincent for a while, and uh, yeah, his job came open and said, well, "Hey, cool. here we go." Uh, he did really well when he was coaching here. He did. He did do really well, and we're trying to do a lot of the same things that he did when he was right. here, uh, philosophy wise, program wise, those types of things. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. Him and Coach Michaels, I, I put at the top of of Buchanan's coaching. Sure, in, yeah. In, in the history of it, sure. Different, different aspects of both. Um, I've never seen the Fieldhouse look as good as it did when Coach Michaels mm-hmm. was running it. Mm-hmm. it. Like it was cleaned, it, you it was vacuumed every day. It was almost like as a as oh, a geez. as a Athlete, you had chores. Oh wow! I wish I could do that. I really wish I could. You do know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You had chores. You yeah. you kept your stuff clean. Mm-hmm. 
you know maybe it was my week to sweep the locker room or mm-hmm. you know mop the mats or but he took care of you but he he demanded a lot from you also mm-hmm. and sometimes i think that's what young men need oh yeah i need responsibility discipline all those things yeah Definitely and sometimes like even they'll they'll fight you for it even though they want it i think absolutely yeah yeah cuz deep down inside their soul or their person whatever you want to call that they know they need it yeah yeah like badly need it yeah and see and that's i think it's crazy too because a lot of people would think i'm probably super liberal mm-hmm. and and I have liberal tendencies, but I'm probably more conservative than liberal. Sure. If you want to go on that spectrum of things. Yeah. Um, so, like for me, when I was coaching, it's kind of like one of those things. I, and religious, not religious, whatever. You know, I mean, I grew up when I was living with my parents. doesn't matter what, what was going on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You're in church on Sunday. Sure. You know, I mean, I could be fishing until four o'clock Saturday morning Mm -hmm. or Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And at nine o'clock, I'm getting ready for church. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know. So I'm still, you know, not that I don't believe in God or I don't believe in this or that. Mm -hmm. I do. You know, say my prayers every night, whatever. You know, I don't go to church anymore. Mm. Um, I listen to my dad preach at me all the time. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. no, so, you know, I don't do all that stuff. But and it's the same way with kids. I, I don't I don't push it on them. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's kind of one of those things like cussing. I'm like, I don't care, but you need to know if you're going to do it, you need to do it at the right times. Like, sure. Yes. Yeah, like place. if, yeah. if, if grandma Jane is here and, and somebody else don't be dropping the F bomb in front of them. Yeah. Yes. You know, don't be acting stupid. Know how to act. Yeah. Yes, know, know who know, know where you are and who's around. And it's the same yeah. way. Even my fighters mm. and and myself, like when I'm competing. You know, you see these people win, and they mm. they're they're standing over top of the person they just beat. They're throwing their mouthpiece in the crowd. They're they're going crazy. Yeah, I always tell my guys, act like you've been there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, of course. You just, you just beat this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you need to stand in front of him and, and and taunt him even more, knowing that you just don't? What what more do you need to tell him? Right. What yeah. more do you need to do? You already beat him. Mm-hmm. And then the same way, if you lose, mm-hmm. don't act like an idiot. Yeah. Stand up. Yeah. Act like you've been there. Shake his hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go on. Mm-hmm. Come back. Do it again. Have you ever listened or read anything from Ryan Holiday? Mm-mm. He's a big on like stoicism, and that what you were saying there reminds me of that. It's hey man, let's not be too up or too down. Let's try to be right in that. You'd middle, be happy, middle yeah. Path. yeah, yeah. You'd be happy. Yeah. Like I've I've 
plump my hand in the air before once or twice and then sure. go on. Mm. You know? I see people ripping their geese open and ah Yeah, yeah. that's kind of And strange. I'm like I'm like, Why? Yeah. Why would you do that? You know, why? What what more do you need to do? I understand you're happy. Yeah. Mm. I think it it irks me more even bad losers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, you just got your butt kicked. Yeah. Why are you still talking crap? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, he was a better man today. Not better in general. Maybe right. you're a better person. Mm. Today in this fight, at what you were doing, mm. he beat you. Yeah. Take it. Come back. Learn from it. Mm-hmm. And then you want to do it again? Do it again. Do it again. Heck yeah. Awesome. You know, and that's that's the kind of things I try to teach. Um at my place. Mm. And that's also the kind of things that we talk about on our podcast. Heck yeah. You know, just trying to be better. Yeah. One day at a time. That's it. A little bit each time. That's it. You're going to fall. You're going to get back up. You're going to do it again. Yep. Yep. You may make the same mistakes multiple times. Yep. Sooner or later, you're going to learn from it. Absolutely. But I don't know. It's just you... Life is weird, and you got to live it. Yeah, you got to live it, and you can't sit in the stands. Exactly. You got to go get it, you know, and make mistakes and learn from them and keep going. People want, always want to, like, protect their kids. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, I want to protect my kid. Yeah. I do. But at the same time, mm-hmm. if she's stacking books sky high... I know it's probably not going to kill her when it falls on her. Right. But I'm going to say, you know, you, you, you're going to learn a lesson here soon. Mm-hmm. And I'll let her learn that lesson. Yeah. You know, because she won't do it again. Right. Or she might, but right. sooner or later she will figure it out. Yes. And if I try to do something for them every time, mm-hmm. and I've found that out about adults too. Yeah, that's true. You know, you want to help people all the time. Of course. I, I try to help everybody, and that's one of my downfalls mm-hmm. because – the people you help the most are usually the ones that hurt you the most. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. You yeah. know, so I forgive a lot, and it you sometimes you know I push you in the right direction. Sure. If you do something for somebody, mm. then they never learn. You teach them how to fish. Don't give them the fish. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 You know, so that's, I mean, that's me in a nutshell. That's yeah. what I do. Man, thank you for doing this. You You're took welcome. time out of your busy day to be on Man, you're busy now. Yeah, let like go home, but that's not happening. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. She is. And, you know, Tracy walks here again. She's going to have have another thing she's going to be asking you to nope. <laughs> not, not today, because like, when that happens, uh, I'm done. Yeah, I hear you on that. Actually, after I finish her stuff today, I'm probably calling it quits. I've been here since 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I got up 4.30, went and coached in Charleston, came back, went to the new gym, worked there mm. till 8.30 or so at night, mm. went to sleep, got up at 4.30 this morning, came here. Jeez, man. So. Man. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. Hey, no problem. This is awesome. Appreciate it. This is great.